Thanks for listening to this episode of Basement Brewed. You can connect with us on Instagram at Basement Brewed Podcast. Recommend a beer or brewery, ask us a question, or just talk shit. No matter what, we're going to answer you. And Grendel, here's your shout out. live brother are we back i don't know if we're live but we are recording anyways it, we the basement brew podcast is back holy shit about Here time about yeah, time it's been, uh, I, yeah, man, I, let me see if i can figure this out real quick while we're talking but i think it's been just under a year since we uh released our last one and i remember i just remember it was a florida game last year let me look on our website my podcast Yep, October 7th of last year was our last podcast. Damn, it's almost been a whole year. Almost been a whole year, that's right. Shit. I know, so we're well, back. We got some stuff to make it a little easier now, you know. We don't have to, like, schedule to be together and, you know, all that shit. Although we will be don't together. Have, yeah, so. don't have to run that SD card back and forth. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right. So, uh, how, was, how was the Midway Festival? Um, it was busy. Yeah. Yeah. That that place usually got to park like a mile away just to walk through it. Um, and it's just a bunch of, you know, crafts and shit, really. <laughs> Food, crafts. Yeah. So. Martha ended up going out there today. Um, we got a friend that lives out there. <laughs> She's like, you want to go? And I'm like, I'm exhausted. I'm staying home. I'm watching football. <laughs> Yep. Big game for you yeah. tonight, buddy. I know. It's uh, probably... So they played... Hold on. They've had kickoff times for, obviously, the two games previous, the game today, and then uh, three other games. So out of their six games, four of them kick off at, like, 10.30 Eastern time. One was on Pac-12 Network, and then tonight. So I'm like, you know what? This is uh, the first half. This first half of the season, I should probably be home to watch this game. It's the most watchable one on the schedule. I'm not staying up till you know two in the morning to watch your games anymore. I'll just wait for them the next day to watch them. So I'm excited. It should be. It could be a good game. Uh, you know, UW's favored by three, three and a half. A couple like, which is crazy because you know. Uh, uh, Mississippi State's like a, you know, they're ranked. Yeah, they're ranked number 11, but it's it's just kind of a, that's the thing about rankings early in the year, man. It's yeah. Like, you know, ranked Georgia and Alabama 1-2, you know, Ohio State. But then, like, you know, Notre Dame barely barely pulled off a win against Cal today. Um, you know, they were ranked high to start the season, but they're unranked now. Um, and it's just crazy. Like, you know, Oregon got blasted by Georgia, fell out of the rankings, then came back in, and then they – they beat up on uh, BYU today. Last I saw, the score was like 38-7. I think the game's over now. Now it's 38-14 uh, right now. 38-14, okay. 10 minutes, 10 minutes, 43 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Okay. Shit. And they just, Oregon just got a pass interference call in the end zone. Okay. So, looks like BYU is probably going to score again. Yeah. The good thing is the yeah, spread on that is only three and a half, so. Yeah. No, no danger there. Uh, there's then, um, probably no danger of hitting that. Well, they need to score in order to hit that uh, over-under or the over. Okay. So. 
So, um, well, shit, man. What do we uh, what do we want to tell our two dozen listeners or one dozen now? Probably they probably dropped off. Yeah, probably three now. Well, yeah. I think uh, I think we should start off. You know, we decided to get back into this because we uh, is obviously uh, college football season. Um, yep. And we said, you know what? Let's make some picks every week. We're going to pick the spread of each game, and then we're going to pick the over/under of each game. So, you know, I've got all this in a spreadsheet, Mike, and um, to say that we suck at this is <laughs> an understatement. But uh, so I'm I'm assuming we're going like uh, so we're picking five games a week. And we're picking, you know, the spread and the over/under, so that's Correct. basically two points per game, right? Well, I'm just doing wins and losses of each game. Okay. Yeah. So you know, okay. you may win the because I've got it broke down of your spread wins. You know what your record is with the spread, and then what <laughs> the record is with the over/under. Okay, let's hear it. So, week one. Um, let me go down here. With the spread, I went four and one. Okay. You went two and three. <laughs> With the over under, I went one and four, and you went two and three. I'm consistent. You are. So uh, yeah. that the overall record after the first week was. I was five and five, and you was four and six. Okay, that's that's probably what I figured I'd be. Yep. So week two, um, the spread, I went two and three, and the over under, I went two and three. On the spread, you went one and four, nice, and three and two. So, so far this season, my record is 9 and 11. Uh, nine wins, 11 losses. Yours is eight yep. wins, 12 losses. <laughs> I, it takes me a little time to warm up. I'm, going, I'm just going to say that. And I'm ter- I will say this. I suck at picking against the spread and uh, damn over-unders. Yeah, but, but this, uh, uh, you know, that Kentucky game today, uh, you, uh, you know, we both picked Kentucky – but we're going to lose that because they hit right on the number. It was 31, and they hit 31. I, I thought the, the over-under was 31 and a half. No, the over-under was 51 the, the and a half. 51 yeah. and a half. The, uh, okay. the spread was 31. Oh, Jesus. Yep. That's, that's even worse than uh, – because <laughs> I, I thought it was 31 and a half, and then when I saw the score, and I'm like, God damn it, UK, you know, I was driving home, and I was like – I stopped at a light, and I picked up my phone, looked at the score, and I was like – about five minutes ago, you guys need to kick another field goal here. Yeah, they were they were like on the five yard line and couldn't score in four. You know, that's when they kicked the field goal. Oh, so, you know, they had a chance to to score a touchdown when they kicked the field goal. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty sloppy. Game. Yeah, there that, that offense, man, it has moments, but then it's like every so often they're just the offense is shaky. I mean, the only thing keeping us alive, really, you know, until we get Chris Rodriguez back, is our defense. Our defense is solid. Yeah. yeah. Solid. That holy shit! Those plays against Florida, the um, the pick six was impressive, but the one that was even more impressive was the defensive end or the edge rusher, whatever you want to call him, that one-handed interception. 
Oh yeah, was yeah fucking amazing. It was. I mean, it like when they showed that play, you're like, where'd the ball go? You know, I, I saw him. I was like, holy crap! And you know, the quarterback threw it. He's like, okay, I, I'm get, I'm gonna you know, sidearm it through here and get it past this guy. And that dude just reached his hand out there and it. just fucking snatched it. Oh my god, that was an, that was one of the best plays I've seen all year. Yep. Of course, you ain't been staying up to watch Washington either. No, no, that's true. So and it's, against uh, the two, you know, we played two patsies so far. So, so it's going to be interesting. There's some really good games. I mean, that Penn State and Auburn. I know all our Penn State was up pretty good on that a few minutes ago. Yeah, uh, it's thirty-one to six. I'm I'm probably a little bit behind on the game, but it's uh, end of the third quarter, thirty-one to six, Penn State. Yeah, Auburn's going to have to uh, to step it up in order to do anything for us. Uh, then we yeah. got Washington and Michigan State. Yep. And I think it's the same time the other game is on as uh, the Miami – no, Miami and them. I don't the, think they played a nine. Miami, Texas A&M. Why, they, why would they put that game on so damn late? I don't know. Yeah. And we've lost Mike. He is no longer with us. Take a break, see if we can't get him back. Nope. Man, you don't have to hang up on us, man. Did I? Shit, did I do that? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. It may have been. It may have cut you off on this end. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I was just trying to check the score of a different game here. But anyhow, I'll put my phone down. Um, yeah, so, and then, what are the, so we got UK, Washington, this Penn State game, Texas A&M, and what was the other one? Uh, oh, Oregon BYU. Oregon BYU, yep. Yeah. Which is now twenty to thirty-eight, with ten okay ten minutes still left to play. So it was at one point it was thirty-eight to like six or seven. Yeah, thirty-eight-seven is what I saw last. Yep, and they've scored two touchdowns since then. So Mike, how was the? Uh, uh, you know, I guess tell everybody you got a new. Uh, Modular home or mobile home, I should say, a little RV, mobile, a, a recreational vehicle. Is that what they're calling them? Recreational vehicles. Uh, recreational vehicles. I think that's what they call them. We bought an Airstream trailer, and um, we took it camping this week for the first time. And uh, let me tell you, there's a lot to learn. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap! Didn't you have to go through um, like a big uh, uh, class with them before you took it, or something? We, we did like a three-hour walkthrough of everything outside the trailer, everything inside, like situational, like, hey, look, if this happens, you know, like, if here's the situation, you guys are out camping, and then your propane runs out. Here's how you deal with, you know, this. And it was intense. Um, I mean, it was, it was so intense. Our original plan was when we bought this thing up uh, just north of Indianapolis, we planned to... Um, take the trailer and go straight camping with it and then we realized actually martha realized about a week before we picked up she's like holy shit that's a lot to do <laughs> you know and it's like just just the fact of like trying to pack what we needed and everything and so we finally decided to um we went up there on friday did the walkthrough we drove the trailer around the lot a little bit and then disconnected it and left it there overnight and went and stayed in a hotel and then went back and picked it up the next morning um, just like the first 90 minutes after we left the dealership, 
I drove on like state highways and side roads. I was not ready to get on the interstate yet. And just, you know, figuring out how everything handles, um, getting used to the size of the trailer. Um, you know, it's like eight and a half, we eight and a half feet wide. So I, I'm, I'm guessing my truck's like six, six and a half feet. So, you know, I've got a foot wider on either side of my truck and I'm like, holy shit, this looks weird. You yeah. Know? Well, at least you can and, see if you're uh, keeping it between the lines. Yeah, that's true. Got that going for me. And, I'd uh, say it tows pretty good though, don't it? Oh yeah. Yeah. It tows really well. They, um, I don't know when these things have come out, but, uh, somebody somewhere along the way figured out there's a, a different kind of hitch you can put on. There's these, um, weight distribution bars. Right. Yeah. That get put into the hitch and then hooked onto the trailer tongue and it helps even things out. So it made the drives much easier than I, than I expected it. Um, so yeah, we got it home Saturday night. We went and parked it in the storage lot where we're keeping it, and then Monday we picked it up again and brought it out in front of the house and loaded it up and went um, camping near. Uh, oh, man, we're down on the Kentucky River. Um, this place called Cummins Ferry oh, yeah. Park. Yeah, and it was it was a pretty cool little place. Um, and you know, had a, had one of the guys there, you know, help back me up. Um, you know, gave, gave me the, the guidance on the ground and gave me some, some coaching as I was backing it up. And then, uh, man, we went to work and got that thing all set up. And it's like, you're doubling, triple checking every goddamn thing. Oh, I'm sure. Man. So you did know, you... Is this done right? Okay. Did you at least video record that guy when he was walking you through all that shit? Uh, we did some of that, but, you know, most of it we were like, okay, we're pretty good with this. Like, yeah, I've, I've been doing a bunch of reading, um, and get an idea of how everything works. So when he was telling me it wasn't the first time I was hearing it, so it was just like, okay, I remember that part. I remember that part. And um, one of the other things we, we found out, there's a uh, Facebook group of Airstream owners, and um, there's 75,000 people in this in this Facebook group. That Shit. Own, yeah, most of them, you know, most of them are either, you know, they're experienced Airstream owners, and there, there's a few that are brand new like us, or people that are just getting into looking and uh you can post a question on this group and within an hour have 10 different 10 people have answered do they answer 10 different um, ways uh oddly enough sometimes they do that's that's what i you know i'm on this i got that trigger so i'm on that trigger app uh on facebook mm -hmm. and you ask questions about something and next thing you know it's like you know 50 people respond but they'll all be different answers i'm like just somebody give me an answer please yeah yeah, I think what I've noticed is like it's a lot of it's been like um, there'll be one, there'll be two, maybe three prevailing opinions on things. Yeah, and depending yeah. on on the subject, um, and some of the more simple stuff, people are just like, hey, just do it this way and you're good. So, so what uh, are you yeah. uh, what are you thinking about the big trip coming up? Um, I think next year. We are looking at going all the way out to like New Mexico and uh, maybe Arizona, Colorado, Utah. That, that's one idea we're having. And then another one, whether or not it's going to be the same trip, but another trip we're thinking about is going uh, all the way back out to Washington. And um, Martha's, nice. yeah, Martha's cousin, younger cousin, and her husband live down. Uh, man, they're like right at the entrance of Mount Rainier National Park. Oh, that's sweet. And I think they're on about a half an acre, so um, our, I have to check with them and make sure there's room, you know, that they have a cleared, you know, big enough space for us to park it there. But we'd go out and uh, stay there and 
hang out with them for a bit and you know check out the check out the old uh hometown and all that so do you have a backup camera on that thing i do i do does that help a lot or it does quite a bit because right now martha's you know not ready to drive it and yeah. so a lot of times she'll be backing me up and uh it's just it's helpful for me to be able to look up and the, I, i'm so used to when i back up looking at my side mirrors right yeah um so when she's backing me up i'm like fuck it do i look at the side mirror or do i look at the camera because you know if i'm looking out the side mirror i can see her telling me what i'm what's going on uh but it's been helpful it, it helps me see what's back there and then like when she comes up and you know she's like hey how far to how far how, how much farther do you want to go back? I can tell her, like, hey, here's what I can see in the camera. I want to go back to, you know, this spot. And right. she'll go, okay, you got, like, two feet to go. Yeah. So, I tell it, you what, it's been helpful. I'll tell you what might benefit you, too. You, you use your mirrors a lot. Is, uh, you know, I had a buddy who hauled a trailer a lot, and they make these little extensions for your side mirrors on your vehicle that you just basically yeah. slide over your vehicle, and it just pulls them out a little further. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And, uh, I, I I'm thinking about actually upgrading my truck because it tows it pretty decently, and I don't mind doing uh, local trips with the truck. But if we're going out, you know, going out west, and we're having to go up over mountain passes and stuff, my truck just doesn't quite cut it. Right. You know, it's a little, little sluggish. So no, so, uh, no uh, beach camping this winter or anything. Um, I don't know yet. Um, you know, my concern is Kentucky winters and trying to get back, you know, uh, get one of these goddamn ice storms that we get. But um, we're going to see. I think we're I think we're open to that. Um, I would be open to going and being back before, like, the first of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, yeah, that's really, the weather. Yeah. You're still pretty good up here. We really don't get really hit until, uh, you know, probably February. You know, it's yeah. end of January, February, we'll start seeing some snow and ice. But outside of that, it's, you know, it's not really that bad. You might get a little bit of snow, but it's gone in, you know, a couple hours. Yeah, exactly. So, but that's, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's what we've been up to, man. That's cool, man. I've I, I seen pictures of it on Facebook, man. It looks really, really nice. Yeah, we, we have to figure out, the one thing that sucks is we've got it over in a storage um Wildcat Storage has a place like five minutes uh, from our house. Um, so when we have people over, we can always run over there and look at it, but it's just, yeah, it's like it's in fucking storage. Um, it's not as cool as like being set up somewhere and you right. can have it all set up to show it off. Um, but I think, you know, definitely once we get more used to it and, and take it out like in the spring and summer next year if we go places that are more local we'll definitely like have people come out hang out with us um you know check it out see see it out in out in its true form in a campground somewhere yeah yeah and we will we, you know we've talked about like going uh and uh renting one for the weekend somewhere and uh, uh just uh you know checking it out see how we like it <clears throat> you know because that's yeah. something we've talked about doing you know when i retire um but yeah i mean that might be something if you guys stay somewhere us uh you know find one to rent and be up there with you i know i got a yeah. buddy at work he goes to lake cumberland all the time there's some nice spots to camp down there so yeah and i, I know some folks at uh oh damn down at uh laurel lake there's there's some campgrounds down there they, they take their rv and camp down there yeah and uh 
that's a, that's not a bad spot either. And that's that's an easy drive to get down there. So we'll see. We're going to see what happens with this thing, but I have a feeling we're going to get some good use out of it. And then uh, um, whether or not we rent it out ourselves, I don't know yet. Um, I'm definitely not going to rent it out and let anybody drive it. No, I wouldn't either. Yeah. Um, no matter you know what they tell me their their experiences, I, I'll there's there's an app. It's like a Airbnb for motorhomes and yeah, I've seen and that and whatnot. Yeah, so um, you know, and on that you can set it up that you deliver the the trailer to the campsite for the person. So, oh shit, Penn State just scored again. They are Did they? killing Auburn. Yeah, it's thirty. You know, pending the extra point, it's thirty-seven to twelve right now. Wow. Yeah, Auburn looks terrible. They look like Florida did last week. Hey, I mean, I think we had something to do with that. Oh, yeah. All right, yeah, Mike. So shit. I think it's that time of the year. I think it's past that time of the year. So your predictions on the Huskies record this year? I'll go eight and four. Eight and four, huh? Yep. So I don't know, man. I'm looking at their schedule. So... You know, maybe a loss to Oregon. Yep. Probably maybe a loss to Michigan State today. Okay. And who else are you thinking? You got Stanford? But Stanford's, Stanford's that tricky one because Stanford has fucking owned UW for a long time. Just like Even at home? Inexplicably. Even at home. But I think I think they're going to get Stanford. I think... Um, UCLA? UCLA could be tough, but all the UCLA's look not good. I mean, they barely beat South Alabama at home today. Yeah. Um, I think they beat them with the last second field goal. Um, Arizona yeah, State. Oregon looks like could be a loss. Um, I don't see four Michigan losses. State. You don't see four? I don't see four. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, I'm I, thinking, I know, I think they're, I'm thinking maybe two. They're going to beat Colorado. They're going to be probably beat Arizona. Um, Arizona. Cal, I think they can beat Cal. Arizona State? Uh, Arizona State, they should be able to handle. And so it comes down to Oregon, Michigan State, and then it's either like the other – I can see them splitting between UCLA, Oregon State, uh, Washington State, and then um, uh, who's the other one? Stanford. And only because Stanford's had their fucking number for some reason, but, you know, it's a new coaching staff. And I think UW, the one thing with this coaching staff is they're, they're going to put up points. So – you know, I, I don't think they're going to get blown out. They're not going to lose any games 20 to 17. It's going to be, you know, if they lose by two scores, it's going to be 35 to 24 kind of a thing um, or 42 to 31. Um, so the offense looks you know, as good as it's looked in uh, forever, I guess. I'm, I'm going back to like Steve Sarkeesian's last year when he finally had a decent offense run in there. Um, I, I, you know, and then 2016 when they had John Ross at, at wide receiver. Um, those are the two years out of the last about nine that the offense has looked decent. Everything else has been a struggle on offense for UW. Is that so. their quarterback? Did he come from Indiana? Mm hmm. The transfer portal or whatever? Yep. Transfer, transfer portal. Man, he, uh, that has changed college sports, man. That is uh, such a weird thing. It's like um, I'm watching the Auburn game, and Auburn's got a backup quarterback that was at Oregon, and they're like, 
This guy played at Oregon last year. And guess who's at Oregon today? It's Bo Nix, the former Auburn quarterback. Yeah. And it's just, it's so fucking weird, man. It's it's crazy. You know, I watch every week, and they're like, yeah, this guy's going to do good. He's a transfer, came over from this other college. And, you know, these coaches now, I mean, they're these poor kids coming out of high school, I mean, you know, your top tier are getting recruited. But, you know, you take these three, two- and three-star athletes, you know, they're not getting what they used to get. No. No, and I think there's something, too, like, you know, you get a guy that's a quarterback. So UW has a kid um, who's a five-star recruit at quarterback. And he's one of these things where he got this, you know, he got ranked really high really early. And he's just, he's not like a dude you would look at like, like Cam Newton, just this fucking physical presence, right? You know, super athlete, can throw the ball over the place. Um, and when he's played, he's played in one game. Uh, he got thrown in last year in the Apple Cup against Washington State. It looked like shit. And normally that guy, you wouldn't want him to play, excuse me, for, you know, two years. You got a guy in front of him who's already established. And now, but it's just like, you expect these guys to come in and play right away. And then if they don't, they're in the transfer court. Like they, the dude that's at Texas right, right now, Quinn uh, Ewers, you know, he was at Ohio State and didn't get the start. So now he's transferring. It's like, um, they, they just expect a, you know, an instant gratification and then the fans write them off if they they don't come in and win the job right away. So, and that's kind of, you know, when it wasn't happening, I was like, well, it's, I think it's fair. You know, I don't think it's fair that, you know, a coach can leave anytime they want, but you know, a student yeah. can't, you know, and then the other yep. teams get to decide whether they can play in the same, you know, conference or not, which yeah. always bothered me. But you said Washington's going to lose four. So I think so. All right. So I'm going to Kentucky. I think they potentially could lose four, to be honest with you. And I like the way they're playing right now. But, yep. you know, I think Tennessee is going to be hard in Knoxville. Yeah. Georgia is probably a different, definite loss. Yeah. Um, Old Miss, at Ole Miss, that might be tough. And then I hate to say it, but I'm. I mean, we got the Cardinals in Lexington, but I think that's a, you know if we can contain their quarterback, we have a chance. But he can run all over the place, man. And that's what I always worry about Kentucky teams and quarterbacks that run. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say three losses. Um, that being. Tennessee, Georgia, and I'll say maybe Mississippi State. Oh, is it, they play at Mississippi State or at Ole Miss? No, they're they play at Ole Miss. Okay. And Mississippi State's here. So if okay. we if we can win at Tennessee and Ole Miss, we probably only lose one game this year. I just don't see us doing that. Yeah. Um, and Kentucky's you know notorious for beating the hell out of good teams and then losing to some, you know, scrub. Yeah. So. Well, Mike, we're back, brother. We are we back. We are back. We'll get this, uh, feel a little like, uh, low, low excitement right now, but yeah, we're going to get this sucker back up and running and, uh, we'll get this published and maybe, uh, send it out to our, maybe next week, fans. maybe next week we do this on like a Thursday or Friday and, uh, 
that way we could probably get it out before the the games are played before so, the games so people can yep. uh can follow along and laugh at us um, <laughs> make fun of our know. terrible picks and i still think one of these days we just drive up to cincinnati on like a friday and we just play some bets at the casino Ooh. on some football all right you know because our record's so good i mean we're bound to get rich off of that so i think what we do is i make all the picks you just you give me the picks i'll make the picks and then we do the opposite <laughs> do the opposite of what we pick do the opposite of what i pick <laughs> yeah we might as well do the opposite of what i pick too i mean i'm only one game up and i think that's out the window now yeah. Um, uh, so I don't know. All right, Mike. All right. We are uh, 28 minutes into this. By the time we throw some stuff on top of it, that'll probably get us right at 30 minutes, which I think is uh, plenty long enough for our first show back. Yeah. Um, Not bad for uh, no rehearsal, no uh, show prep, nothing. Exactly. Exactly. My show Lucky prep was we're sitting do here. A live. Yeah. My show prep was sitting here typing on a computer, finding out what's going on. <laughs> so uh, my show prep was was hanging up on you to look up a score. <laughs> Did you find the score? Uh, no, I just put the phone down. I didn't want to endanger our beautiful podcast. Well, Mike, good luck to Washington tonight, man. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Be, uh, coming up here. That should be a good game, and uh, you know I'll get off here before that game starts. Because if you're anything like me, you want to scream at the TV. <laughs> uh, but always uh, true. Uh, we'll just roll on out of here, and then uh, I'll talk to you in just a sec, Mike. So, All right. Uh, uh, that's it for now. All right. Peace out, homies. Adios, pantalones. <laughs>